Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me on this chapter of the journey. We are going to go back to the beginning, the book of Genesis, chapter 1. And the first three verses are what I pulled out. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Today's podcast is entitled, And So It Begins. A few months ago, a dear friend sent me the text of an autobiographical account It was about a young adolescent girl who coincidentally, or maybe not coincidentally, struck up a relationship with an old Frenchman that she quite literally ran into while she was running one morning. He told her to call him Mr. Tayer, and the two of them began walking together in the park two days every week. The quirky old man opened the eyes and the mind of this young girl to see the world in new and transformative ways. And then, on the Thursday before Easter, one year at the end of their walk, he bid her goodbye, and she never saw him again. He stopped showing up for their twice-a-week walks. Many years later, she read a book that had been given to her by a friend, and the things she read in the book were so reminiscent of the things that Mr. Taylor would talk about on their walks, so she searched to find a photo of the author of the book, and she found it. Mr. Taylor's real name was Pierre Tejad de Chardin, a world-renowned paleontologist and scientist, philosopher, mystic, and Jesuit priest, and a man whose ideas at the time were so controversial that the Roman Catholic Church forced him to stop publishing or speaking publicly. Now, I had heard of de Chardin, but I knew very little about him. The account of his impact on this girl's life, the things that he taught her, the way he saw creation, and the controversy he inspired made me think that he was, that's my kind of guy. So I've been learning more about him ever since. Now, Deschardins most well known for what he called the Omega Point. The details get a bit thick, but the general notion is that everything is connected and that everything will eventually unify and collapse into one point, just as physicists believe that everything began with one tiny point. I guess we'd call that the alpha point. Now, as a follower of Jesus, of course, this reminds me that Jesus revealed himself to John as the alpha and the omega, In the divine dance of Father, Son, and Spirit, it is Jesus who is identified as the agent of creation in the great story. John writes in his own beautiful creation account at the beginning of his biography of Jesus, which we just finished a few weeks ago, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word there is capital W, the Logos, the the incarnate eternal Word of God in the person of Jesus. So in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made, and without him, nothing was made that has been made. So today, my chapter day journey takes me back to the beginning with the book of Genesis. It's been eight years since my last journey through these parts. And as I read through the well-known account of creation, I found both my heart and mind struggling 
to distill all of my thoughts down into a simple, coherent thought for this blog post. So I sat back and I began to explore with both my heart and my mind what it was that my heart and mind were struggling with. Here's what I discovered. First, there's the reality that over 40 years of study, I have observed so many teachers and preachers and scholars who try to simplify the account of creation into some kind of little box that serves their purpose. Instead, as I read it, I find it infinitely complex, expansive in its beauty and its form and its mystery. And that reveals to me the next layer of my struggle this morning. There is so much here that to try and condense it into a a small blog post on a Monday morning in September feels like a fool's errand. I don't want to be just another reductionist of something so expansive in both significance and subtlety. And that's what brought me back to thinking about Mr. Tayer and his young friend walking through the park and stopping to consider the wonder of a caterpillar, which by the way, just like Wendy and I were doing with our grandson Milo on a FaceTime call this past week, and metamorphosis and time and physics and connectedness and a giant ever-expanding universe and the notion of everything being contained in one small point and of Jesus being the alpha point from which everything flows in the beginning and Jesus being the omega point to which everything flows in the end and that same Jesus becoming flesh and blood and moving into the neighborhood. And so it begins. This journey through Genesis and in the quiet I find myself determined to enter this journey not constrained by what I've been taught it is or it is supposed to be but with my mind, my heart, my eyes, my ears open to the possibilities of it being far more than I ever imagined. I hope you'll join us. By the way, if you'd like to read the story of Mr. Tear by Gene Houston, you can go to tombanderill.com and on today's blog post right there at the top, there's a link where you can download it at the end of the blog post. And on a second note, a new message that I delivered yesterday among my local gathering of Jesus followers on Ecclesiastes 2 has been uploaded to the messages page at tomvanderwell.com. Just click on messages at the top and it'll be right there at the top for you. Have a great day, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.